Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to be my friend, you would have to go and get that pen. Get a pen. And maybe we could keep in touch like they did in the old days. It wasn't so long ago. Dude, I said, and I miss you well. And I miss you well. I miss you so and well. I miss you well. I'm one of the best at missing people. Oh, dude, I'm going I'm I'm to back that <laughs> I'm up. I'll tell you what, I miss I'll you real well. I like that. I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to tell, tell you what. what. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what. Yeah. What is the full thought there of I'll tell you what? What do you mean? Uh, I've said it, and that's what it is? Yeah. Like, well, he, he ain't going to school no more. I'll no, tell I you never what. said. No, like, you never said someone's smart, and someone never went like, you should tell, tell me what. Tell me what. <laughs> tell me what. Yeah. Tell me what. Tell me what. Hey, are you getting excited about yeah. new bits? Um, not there yet. Really? I'll get there. Well, when is what? But today, during <laughs> the moment that my voice is captured by this device. I guess you're known as a microphone. <laughs> we make the money. I guess you're about eight, nine years in, ahead of me in terms of like create like creating new stand up. So maybe I'm still at the like, yeah, I still haven't talked about how prayer chains are Christians' ways of gossiping. No, I think that's a good way to be. I I jot stuff down. I get up. I go to the coffee shop. I rant uh, into my little notebook about different things that bother me or things I think are funny or blah, blah, blah. And then I sit on it and I wait a little bit. But it's a whole process that I don't fully understand and I need. And, I, and I'm getting more disciplined about it. But Do you find- I would like to right now be like, hey, I know... Um, I know what I'm doing. I know how to start again. Oh, well, I will no. say this. No. Uh, when is what? So any listeners who pay attention to stuff like this, uh, I just did a show uh, Monday at Elysian mm-hmm. where I just went out to improvise for an hour. I wondered, is that Mike and Mike stand stood there the whole time, didn't use you the didn't energy, took- if, didn't even take the mic out of the mic stand, stood there the whole time and did. You Billy Wayne Davis. Did. I did what, what I was like, this is a fine hour of stand-up. I made it funny. I did like... 
I got little nuggets from interacting with the audience about things, but literally would just how'd that feel? Go in whatever direction. How'd that it's, energy feel? It's always the best. It's great. But for you, that sort of stoic or st- uh, stagnant. I've not, grown. Not to, I've grown to really like it. But just in terms of physicality, I've grown to really like it. Uh, standing there. Uh, Man, with the I, mic of the mic stand, which I would have never thought because I I had to do it once in so a brewery because you literally couldn't. There's move. no space. Yeah, there was no space, and yeah. the lighting. If I went like this, I'm out. You're out. And so it really did at the end feel like such an exercise. Yeah. Well, that's what started it for me was an exercise. When I did the the Atlanta relapse improvised week, I made sure to do three shows high. I did three shows sober. I did shows where I said, what if I don't take the mic out of the mic stand for 10 minutes? What does that... The whole thing was an experiment. So I was like trying to see what would happen. And I noticed that it's it's somewhat smart to leave that mic in the mic stand at this top because you conserve energy. Yeah. Um, that you can then later use. Yeah. Um, also, you can build. Because yeah. I find I sometimes, loving you and watching you a lot, and then Whoa. also myself. <laughs> Whoa. I, don't, I, go, I know where oh your address God. is. I'll wow. watch. I'll watch. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, girls. That sometimes you and I, can <laughs> we can start so big, we then have to find somewhere in the middle to come way down so I that know. we can go up again. Because otherwise, it's not tenable. I know. I think st- I think that's how I used to go out stand up like I would think about a concert. Same. Like, you got to come big. Man. And then it doesn't matter. But I think stand up is different. It's like, I think the Dave Matthews show at Hollywood Bowl taught me, hey, let's just get there. And then by the time you get there, around the 10 minute mark, a crowd is like, oh, yeah, okay. Now it's more energetic. You saying that makes me want you to do an Elysian version of dave yeah where you hype the fuck out of someone that you bring out that no one knows yeah this Remember next when comic he was is like, the we, we were funniest like, most famous yeah we yeah. were like he's about to bring out roger waters yeah and then no that guy was amazing by the end we were like holy shit yeah, that yeah. guy's unreal yeah. we just had no idea who this piano dave player brought was. Out it. we knew he would have a guest because it was la it was the end of this leg of the tour yeah. we were like this is gonna be bonkers whoever he brings out and then he built up a guy brought him out everyone was like i don't know who that is guy sat down to play the the keyboard the keys yeah and fucking destroyed. Mm-hmm. So you were like, oh, he is amazing. Right. I'm going to leave pop. here having to look up who that was because yeah. I still don't know. Yeah. Uh, should we do it? Yeah, let's do it. Let's take a break. Yep. We'll be right back. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old <laughs> Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. Good one, Dad. (sighs) Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. 
I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Let's go to the Hey, hey, <laughs> me or you? I want to say two th- quick things because you just uh, it made me feel like uh, this person, this yeah. uh, bird was talking. Yeah, that's pretty good. You know, you sound like the robotic owl from uh, um, Clash of the Titans. Oh, with the eyes? Yeah, yeah. We watched that in grade school. Yeah. Tits. Oh my god! I totally. Our forgot. teacher was like, "Oh no! Oh no! Oh god!" I was like, "Diane, <laughs> Diane Jordle was her name, Mrs. Jordle." <laughs> what a name! I know Jordle. And you know, the thing I was going to say was, uh, if you're a if you're a potatier, okay, a baked potatier, yeah. Um, we're naming this. We haven't done it as of this recording, so maybe you'll get to chime in or find out before everybody else. Yeah. And then also, if you have any feelings about these letters, that's where we read them. Go to the Patreon. Sign up for our Patreon. All right, me or you? All right, I'll do it. (laughs) No, no. I'll do it. Okay, yeah, because I want to read the other one to you. Dearest pen pals, peaceful. Mm -hmm. I'm a palette taking my first shot at being a pinner. Now, obviously, they've kind of... I thought it was a mistake, but then pinner, they're having some fun. They're having a little bit of fun here, folks. I live in deep suburbia, which only matters as context for this story. I was walking my dog in my normal nice neighborhood and saw down the sidewalk two people veer off the path and pick a handful of apples off of an apple tree. My heart started beefing. Beating, I think. I know, so maybe the other thing is a... All right. Out of you my, know what? Beating out of my chest. Is, but beefing out of my chest. <laughs> that kind of works. I had a little bit of heart beef. beef. You ever had heart beef? A grabber. I had heartburn from some heart beef the other night. Out of my chest like a mom whose child was trapped under a car. I felt like I needed to stop this crime from happening, but it was just out of my reach, and they disappeared between the houses before my dog and I could thwart this theft. I spent the rest of the walk thinking about the best recourse for this apple larceny. When I arrived at home, let's just say I was a bit worked up at this Mm -hmm. injustice. I explained the wrong that we needed to write to my wife, and before I got done explaining the moral failings of our neighbors. She cut me off and says, it's probably a neighbor and they already granted permission. My rage balloon immediately deflated and I just wondered what was wrong with me. I explained the situation at work and learned that a coworker once returned home from work to find a whole family in her fenced-in backyard filling five-gallon buckets with apples. And when she told the intruders to leave, they were indignant but compliant. Questions, have you ever 
overreacted, then found a simple explanation that immediately fixed the situation. What would you do if you returned home and found your apple tree was being fleeced? Do you think the simple explanation was correct in my Ocean's Eleven apple situation? I wish you well, Chris. Bling, 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 bling. bling. Did you know that in California, at least, uh, if the uh, branch is hanging over into public space, you are allowed to pick, uh, uh, well, it wouldn't be yeah. so much apples here, but it's oranges, grapefruits, lemons, lemons limes. Yeah. You're allowed to if it's hanging over There's into a public apple space. There's a crabapple tree on my property. Miss Crabapple. Mrs. From Crabapple. Fifth grade? Crabapple from showed Simpsons. Porn. That showed you porn in fifth grade. Did you guys watch, did you watch the old Romeo and Juliet? When it was the old one. From like the 70s. And there's nudity in that too. Probably. And the weird thing about that is, well, I mean, she's at least portraying a 15-year-old. Yeah. And they were both oddly young. That felt uncomfortable. Did yes. you ever see that? Yeah. Of course you did. But they would. Do, they did back-to-back back in Like in, in Requiem for a Dream? I don't no, know if we that did works. that. <laughs> Sergeant. Sergeant. We did Sorry, that one ahead. and then the Baz Luhrmann one. Like we watched them both. Oh, really? Either yeah. Of these and I was like, "What a wa- what, what a colossal different. waste of time!" In I class. saw the ba- the Baz 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 Luhrmann. I, I saw the Baz. Is Lerman. it a musical? No. No. It feels like it though, because it looks like Moulin Rouge. Yeah. That's Claire Danes and Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I saw that with. Um, uh, the lead singer from Blues Traveler. Okay. You guys went together? No. Well, then why do you want to give me the runaround, Daniel? <gasps> hey, you keep doing that. That hook's going to bring me back. <laughs> yes. Yes, sir. Um, I so just want to talk about celebrities. I wonder if these people were legally allowed to be poaching this tree because it was on public space. I would have been very. So that's mad. one variable. Oh, but they said they went off the path. Yep. There you go. Also, someone saying care? they came onto their property and someone was in their fenced-in yard. How would yard. you feel about that? I, it, I would lose my mind. You, you know what you would do? I think you would either go, "What are we doing?" Right? Yeah. But, I, but even more pointedly, you're very good at the. Uh, you can pick up what I'm putting down by the intensity with which I'm asking you this rhetorical question. Yeah. Oh, do you guys? You guys live here? Yeah. Because I thought because we bought this house, it was our yeah. property. But I guess I'm wrong. Yeah. Do you yeah. need me to leave? See, I'm of the, uh, like, I would walk out and go, oh, my God, I didn't know you guys were here. Let me show you guys my new gun. And I would just go in the house. No, well, I don't have a gun. And then I just have to see if that works. But not only will that possibly work, they also might go, well, let's never go there again. That guy's crazy. Sure. But you don't want to be that kind of neighbor. But you do kind of want to be that like. That would be funny if you made them start doing chores. Just come on to Thank my God property, take my apples. I've never used TaskRabbit before. Yeah. Come on, I need you inside. And yeah. then you start making them do all sorts of things around yeah. your house. Yeah. Well, you guys were here to help, right? Yeah. I would say, uh, guys, I got to be honest. I had a family here before. They took the apples. I found out that they took it. And they were so upset because they sort of felt like they were stealing from me. I go, and I've never gotten to know that family. I just want you guys to know, I'm going to wait right here. When you're done, I'm going to help you carry one of those buckets to your house. And the moment I get to their house, I just take shit. And I go, oh, we're not doing that? Oh, I thought that's how we do it. <laughs> they have uh, one of those like key rings. Deals. I'm like grabbing a PS5. No, when you walk in, you're like, you're like Toyota, Toyota. I'll take it. Yeah. I just hey, what picked are you doing? it. I just what picked do you mean? it. I just picked it. 
What do you mean? What am I doing? I just picked the keys yeah. off the wall. I just I'm taking it. Um, you would be so mad. I would be very angry. But the people being indignant, yeah. like, whoa, so like, yeah. there is a part of me that I do appreciate. Uh, you know what the earth gives us not being wasted. Yeah. However, some of those things do need to drop to the ground because it refertilizes. But also, what if you pick those apples and you sell them? What if you pick those apples sure. and you bake them and you make pies that you sell? What if, you what if a, a part sign of your says, income is those apples? Come get apples next Saturday, two to four. Yeah, go, I actually have a time when people can come get apples because we don't use all but also, of these. Maybe you use the apples for someone just to be like, ah, they're not using these apples. Also, let's bring five buckets or whatever the fuck it was. Five I, gallon I, buckets. I say this having one in my pocket in case you don't. So don't worry. But um, can I see your gun? No. Uh, and you can. Have you ever witnessed any sort of crime or thievery or like uh, people being bad and just like wanted to stop it? Car getting broken into somebody being mugged. I've never seen somebody shoplifting being for sure. I saw shoplifting, you know, because I used to be a secret shopper. But I mean, this was a, this What's was a secret it. shopper. I would walk around and pretend to shop all day, and I would follow other people who I suspected shoplifting. And you did this on your own volition, or you were hired? To do this? <laughs> I started freelance. <laughs> I started freelance. I started freelance. Enough was enough. But then I, I love got, you said secret shopper as though we should. Should we know that? Did I you know, know that? Yes. Loss prevention. I wrote a whole pilot. Did you know about that? It. Why do I not know what it is? We've talked about it. A secret shopper? Well, loss prevention, yeah. Asset protection, loss prevention. So what do you do? I love the notion that you were just volunteering your time. Freelance. Why do you guys keep calling it that? (laughs) Because that's what it is. Freelance. Yes. Freelance. So you just pretended to shop to try to catch people stealing. Yes. And so you would go to Marshall Fields on State Street. Yeah. I would get there, dress similar to this. Yeah. Usually wanted to have a jacket because inside your jacket you would clip your radio yeah. like a little like that thing. Yeah. Not Watch the full, out. Not the full size. Watch out. And then you'd hide you'd want something also to hide on your clip where the radio was. Yeah. Heads and up. Then, Heads yep. up here they come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had codes for everything. And you would be like, I've got a I've got a ten ninety eight. Oobly poopies. Through. Yes. Yes. They were like, what? You, you don't even want to. There's a guy talking to his shoulder saying oobly poopies. Bathroom problem. It means I got guys I got a shit. <laughs> I can't say guys I got a shit. I got an oobly poopies on four. <laughs> so I'd walk around and then there was also like, I just had coffee, guys. I got an oobly pooply real A command quick. center that where somebody was looking at all the cameras. They were base. And they would say like uh, my number was eighty one, and they would go they would go like base eighty one. I go go for eighty one, and they go we need you at four South State for a possible ten ninety eight, and then I would go and and follow the ten ninety eight from a distance. And you know you see people just walking around like nine pairs of jeans that they're not looking at the prices or the size of. Yeah. And then they would go into a, a dressing room, and yeah. you'd, sometimes you get a person of the same identifiable sex, and they could watch them in there. But then also they had blinds in the department store. Like, you know, they have pillars where mirrors are. You're like, oh, do I like this? Right. Uh, you push some of those and it was a secret compartment. And you could like go in there and then stand on a thing and then look out of like the air vent and watch people from there too. That does not seem okay. Why? Just because people are changing. No, no, no. Those 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 pillars were out among the <laughs> racks. Okay. Because I was like, Daniel, I don't think no, you worked you for the organization you think you worked but, for. No, but you, if I was stealing. And Anyways, we would video it and sell it on the dark I was web. Stealing, if I was stealing and uh, you were thinking I was stealing and I went into the dressing room, you could go into a blind in a dressing room and be able to partially see me and what I'm doing. And there's signs posted that say that. Oh, um, 
And then if the person... Did you ever like chase anybody? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Wow. Oh, yeah. One time down through the subway tunnels. Oh, my God. I went about 30 feet, and I was like, I'm not running down a black, black dark Beverly Hills cop? I can't be dumb. Like, were you like, as you ran? Do you see that's coming back? Of course. You've seen the billboards? You can't keep it away. It's a Netflix. You can't keep it away. It says, if any information, please contact Beverly Hills Police Department. And then it is a picture of Eddie Murphy, and it says A. Foley and a badge. Yeah. You can't. Person of interest. You cannot keep it down. Okay, here's was here's mine in real life. Okay. I was at I was at Gelson's. I'm checking out. Okay. Uh one or two people in front of me. I'm watching this woman check out, and she has hidden in her car at the bottom, like under a coat and stuff, wine, which I can see, and the cashier cannot. And I go, because all my training, I go, this this ten ninety nine is gonna Right. And that's a tax st- form. <laughs> is gonna steal ten ninety nine is a Caucasian person. Oh, okay. This ten ninety nine is going to steal this wine. But it's also not my job. But yeah. I got so infuriated. I was so mad. Yeah. Murray. Yeah. And so I know then, how you get. So then they I've stolen they wine out, around you before. And then I walk up and uh I said, How you know, how's it going today? I was like, good, you know, all the usual. And then I'm like, um, I think they had stuff in their car. And they're like, Oh. And I'm like, no, come on. So then I go outside, and this woman is probably 71, okay. right? Looks okay. very to-do. Her husband's waiting right outside the store in a Lexus, yeah. oh. like a SUV. She goes out, she goes Ooh. on, she like loads everything, and I go to like the back of her car, Yeah. and I go, I go, the wine, right? And she's like, what? And I go, the wine you didn't pay for? That's that you're about to put in your car? And then she's like, oh, I, I, I paid for it. I go... No, you didn't. I was right behind you. And then she just like gets in her car. And then I go over to the, secu- the security guard and I go, so that woman's like stealing wine. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, you don't even want to like say to her. I love that you cannot stop freelancing. I can't. <laughs> I was so mad, man. I would be mad too. Especially this, when this you look tra- and you're like, oh, you have money. Like you could pay for this wine. A hundred percent. But you're bucking the system. But, but I, also every, all of them don't care because, you know, I wasn't gonna, the pillars of society are crumbling. In I wasn't going to do anything. But there was a part of me, and I still hope this, that her husband has no idea she does this and was like, what was that guy talking about? And then she was like, nothing. And he was like, he said you stole wine and and then they lose like their divorce they lose everything their kids are miserable you know why he does know because if he was in earshot and heard you say that like if i if jordan is getting into the car and i hear that i'm like getting out going what's going on what's the situation yeah unless i'm like well your first defensive like, of like oh, why God. are you talking to my wife oh, God. right that would be it first. wouldn't be that a i little. would just, come on what why why are you confronting she just went in the store what's happening here i would have to hear the con- i would have oh, to okay. hear the degree of gotcha. confrontation yeah 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 like if i looked in the rear mirror and some guy was just talking to her i would just be like all right so there's some over. there's some interaction happening yeah, we but if i was in earshot and i heard the wine you stole i would be like whoa and i would get out and be like What's the accusation? Like, what are we? What's going on? Unless I know it, and then I'm like, oh god, oh god, go go, right. go, oh, go go go! Put, put the wine in the car. I gotta go. No, dude. It's <laughs> all of a sudden, it's just heat. <laughs> it's just heat in the Galson's parking lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. All of a sudden, Tom, Tom Sizemore's there and alive. Oh, that would be wild. <laughs> and it was just like a nothing thing. Have you that is seen, how I'm gonna try to steal wine. Have though, you seen Return now? to Me? 
No. Uh, my favorite rom-com. But I have seen Return to Sender. That address unknown. I didn't know any. I didn't know any of the rest Really? Of that. No, no such number. Chris, no I don't know if we've zone. helped you at all here. Have uh, you ever reacted to a simple ex- and fixed a situation immediately? Never once. Never once have I allowed a simple explanation to ruin have. my rage. We definitely have. But things where somebody goes, oh, no, it's we, we already told them it's okay. And then you're like, oh. I know, but I still stew. You, well, it's hard to let that go once you've, like, yeah. locked your jaw onto, like, yeah. this, like, anger emotion or whatever. And somebody yeah. goes, it's actually all fine. Then you're like, you're like no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, I got to go walk around for a little bit. Uh, Chris, um, you're not a great cop. No. Daniel. He got thrown off the case so easy. Daniel cannot stop being a cop. You're not a <laughs> great cop. Loss prevention officer. But I like that you want the world to be right. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, we wish you well. Sincerely. Your pen pals, Roy Scoville. And freelance loss prevention specialist, Daniel Van Kirk. Yep. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, guys. I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. (sighs) Good one, Dad. (sighs) Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. And we're back, folks. Daniel and Rory here, fresh off of our most recent live show uh-huh. in San Francisco at Sketchfest, which was trucks. this past Sunday. 
Yeah. Um, uh, you know, we had such a blast. We really did. And those people that were there that remember, mm-hmm. do you remember that? Yes. That really made the show. Yes. And also the letters. And when we stood up, I don't, I don't, I can't remember if you were there with me or not, but w- when we stood up at the beginning of Doug Benson's movie interruption and said, we are also starting our own version of this, which will be way more fun. <laughs> we did do that. Yeah. I remember doing that. Um, no, I, I, to anybody who came out, obviously loved it. Yeah. Thank you so thank much. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And in uh, uh, a few weeks from now, we'll we'll give even more detail about how we felt about the show. Yeah. 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 We like to tease. Probably it. in March. Probably in March. Maybe. We'll have a more detailed breakdown <laughs> of this. Of this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but we need to breathe. We got to breathe a little bit. Well, after what happened. Um, coming up, my special I think comes out next month. And I think uh, I next weekend I'll be in Traverse City, Michigan for a festival. Uh, look that up on my website. And um, I think Australia. I think I want to be in Australia in early March. So come see some shows, uh, you Australian pen pals. Come and check it out. Uh, it's going to be do quick. An Australian dialect. I, I'm not. I can't either. This isn't about to be me a flex. Uh, oh, I. Yeah, oh, I that's think it. I could do a, I think I could do a decent. I think I could, is that it? Is that it? Is it's it almost right Irish. There? It was is almost, it right it was almost a really good. Is it Irish. Australian? Is this Australian? Yeah, you're finding it. That's you're not it. too bad. A kangaroo came. Yeah, it my, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, Sergeant. Yeah, Sergeant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah so, anyways, I was so that felt so good that to see you feel find good it. To find it. Like, it. It's like uh, when you're in a hotel room and you don't wear the switches. Hotel room, you don't wear the switches. <laughs> wait that's how you look you don't do that and you also walk like i'm gonna hit my shin do you know what i do i go to where i think the switch would be or should be and i just go <sighs> and then you stop and you then turn your have light you on seen your phone the... and you get so mad that it's over here and you go wait well, why would they have you seen the videos of the woman trying to explain to the guy how to Make her orgasm, but using it through a light switch. No. Oh my God. Her name's Amelia. I'll find it. And and she's like, Well, could you just turn off the lights? And he's like, Well, I don't like this. <laughs> she's like, It's actually just go a little bit lower. And he's like, Here. And he's then she's like, like Lower. And he was he's like, I've don't like no I've never really turned off lights before. And then she goes, It's just simple. You just go I'm just gonna tell you right where to go. And he's yeah, like yeah. <laughs> she's like you're just hitting it you're just, there's nothing and then he goes to do another he goes into another room or it's her you know yeah. but the guy goes into another room and he turns off the light and she's like well that's a different room he's like I've actually I don't think I've ever been in this room before <laughs> <laughs> it's such a funny analogy for women not receiving pleasure yeah Okay. And that's it for plugs and hugs. No, what no. else? Um, uh, I don't know go to okay. my website check out stuff okay danielvankirk.com wine club is out. You can uh, Amazon, Apple. You can you can rent it and watch it. It's my feature film. I would love it if you checked it out. I've heard some early, early reviews from people not affiliated with the movie, yes. Pennies and Pallers, if yes. you will, and yes. they really liked it. Yes, they so did. that makes me uh, happy, but also more anxious. Interesting. Yeah. Oh. And then DanielVanKirk uh, dot Cedar Rapids, Des Moines, DC, Fort Collins. Uh, Green Lake, Wisconsin, um, coming to the Pacific Northwest. Other stuff as well. It's other all stuff. At Daniel Van Kirk. Dat Kim. And other stuff.com. Other stuff as well. That's definitely com. taken. Shall we? 
Yeah. Let's go to this Let's concert. Let's go to right here. Ooh, I get to read this to you. Yeah. To us. Hey, pals. I recently completed my thousandth or so viewing of Back to the Future of the Back to the Future trilogy, as perfect as ever, and wondered about the holes in Biff Tannen's lineage presented within the films. Interesting. So, sorry, I felt like I had a little indigestion. Okay. So, Biff's grandma, who we hear yelling at him in part two, Biff, when you're coming back, I need you to rub my toes some more, is Buford Mad Dog Tannen's daughter slash daughter-in-law, right? If she had been born in 1885, the same year Marty goes back to save Doc in part three. Is that the year she was born? Is that if established? She was born. Okay. I'm sa- I think they're saying. Uh, she'd be 70. So she didn't exist as far as we see in three. Mm-hmm. But even if she was born that, that same year, year, she'd be she'd 70. be 70 in 1955. Makes sense. But we're missing Biff's parents. Who, where, when, is what? The he- I put in the is what? The hell are they? Jump to 2015. And we have a young Griff Tannen. That's Marty's kids' generation, and the now seventy-seven-year-old Biff Tannen. What do you think? The kid just called me Gramps for his health. Hello, but who is missing? A Tannen for Marty's generation. The stand-in antagonist for Marty in both nineteen eighty-five and twenty fifteen is, of course, Flea's character Needles. But as far as we know, he's not a Tannen. All of this ultimately begs the question, does being an idiot, asshole, bully, sex offender skip a generation <laughs> in the Tannen family? Anyway, I could go on endlessly about all the aspects of this all-time classic franchise, but for now, I'll make like a tree and get out of here. Woody. P.S. Charles Fleischer, the mechanic who fixes Biff's car after the first manure incident and, quote, put some money on the Cubbies guy in 2015 and the voice of Roger Rabbit, Used to come into Whole Foods, the Whole Foods I worked at, and say, hey. hey, cheese, man, whenever he saw me. Cool dude. I think he's also in Zodiac, which I recently rewatched. Oh. Um, he's so fucking good. He's in one scene. Yeah. I, technically, Zodiac it's probably three scenes, movie. but he's in one little it's tiny very chunk. It's scary. It is. Not only is it very scary... The world building is it. That's what I'm always blown away by. The number one thing is you have to get me to care about the characters. Yeah. But when they, when, like, have you seen Holdovers yet? No. Is it great? Beautiful. Paul Giamatti? Yeah. You it, see a lot of movies. I, yeah, I love it. it feels I like see maybe one to two movies a year. Rory, see Past Lives first and then Past Lives see will dominate the an entire episode if you see it. You will talk. Endlessly. We'll do a Patreon. Past about Lives past is a lives. movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Can't it's my favorite see. movie from 2023. So I'll watch Past Lives and Holdovers. Then I'll watch the Holdovers. Yeah. Then I'll we rewatch Zodiac. <laughs> Zodiac's so good. And then I'll watch. Oh, so you've seen Zodiac? Yeah. Okay. Zodiac is Fincher, right? Yeah. He's just so. It's just so good. It's so good. Ruffalo. I know. Downey Jr. Robert. I will say, I thought when I went into it, I was looking for a good, I watched it on a Halloween night. I was looking for like a real good spook. I thought that's what I was doing. Mm -mm. And that's not what I was doing. And it was a very good. I don't know. I think there's some spooky. The the song Here Comes the Hurly Burly Man. Or is it Hurly Girl? Here Come 
here comes the hurly burly man. Dun, 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 dun. It's so creepy. It's creepy. It was definitely creepy. I was looking for a spook. Yeah. Like, and yeah. so, and that's not what this was. Fantastic movie. It just, what I, I was I expecting spook something became different. the term for CIA agent. And they, they do. Because <laughs> you don't see them and they're like hidden among us. I guess. I didn't know that till just now. Yeah. Do you know um, uh, that they, it seems like they presuppose at the end of Zodiac that they do know who did it? And I think it is quite. They do make it like in, in our world of telling the story, we're trying to tell you it's this guy. But I think based off. But of, they couldn't say specifically because. No, it's. I think it's very clear that it was that man. Yeah, yeah. Very, very clear. Yeah. There's multiple things and reasons why. And also he was ID'd. Eventually. And also when you passed away, it all stopped. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> Biff Tannen. It is interesting to note that the Biff doesn't have parents. Unless our assumption is to be that uh, his mother. Oh, no. He says grandma. I'll be yeah. back, grandma. 1955 Biff, future car waxer Biff. Does not have parents that we ever see. Right. The original Biff. Which do you think We never see his parents. A, a quick, you've written, we've written things. We've built worlds of stories, right? Do you think that's sort of the nod as to where this kid's anger comes from? I don't know. I mean, but maybe you, know I mean? like, maybe you want to build this like, world of solitude because he doesn't have parents or kids, but he has a grandchild and a grandmother and a great grandfather. Yeah. In Mad Dog Tannen. Then his grandmother, great grandfather, grandmother, no one, Biff, who's being raised by his grandmother, no one, and yet he has, uh, I can't remember the, in Back to the Future Part 2, who is, what his grandson's name is, but the one that like flies into the bank or whatever and gets arrested. Isn't that Biff? No, Biff is the grandfather. In Back to the Future Part 2, Biff, the original Biff, is the grandfather. No, but he's still the guy who runs in a manure truck. That's Biff. In the first one? And in part part two. He still exists in part two, doesn't he? But part two starts in uh, 85 and they go to 2015. That's right. Where you meet old Biff. Right. Sometimes I get confused But they never, this. this is a great point that they never, they've, in the lineage of the Biff, Biff family, we met a grandson, we met Biff, we met, or we heard the grandmother. You're working backwards. And we met Mad Dog yeah. Tannen. But we don't know who Biff's parents are. And we never see the grandma? And you we never see the grandma. Her? You just hear her yell at him when he's like re- leaving the house to go pick up his car. Right. After the manure incident. Not as familiar with the movie. Back to the Future 2 you. is so interesting because when he goes to the future, I have lost the, my luster and like, oh, I love, look how crazy. But I do have to say the storytelling of going back to an alternate 1985 when he's got the and then having and to return to 1955 to fix alternate oh 1985 gosh. is such an amazing sequel story. Yeah, it's really incredible. It's wild. Yeah, it's very wild. So forgive me, Flea is in Back to the Future one. Flea is in Back to the Future two and three. But how does it say he's the standing antagonist for Marty in both 85 and oh because in. Casino Biff 85 well, flees there? Well, in 2015, uh, n- Marty comes home. Uh-huh. Or he's got the two ties. His kid's watching TV. 
Anyways, Marty gets a call from Needles. Yep, I remember that. And he's that like, hey, do you want to make this deal? And he's like, I don't know. We're not supposed to do that. We get fired. And he's like, what I just make chicken? the deal. Yeah, Woody Chicken. And he signs his, he does his fingerprint to yes. sign the thing. And and right before he hangs up, Needles like looks up to be like, there, I got him to do it. And then the boss comes on. He's like, McFly. And he's like, you're fired. And like faxes show up all over the house. You're yeah. fired. And that's when... The mom was like, what does this mean? You're fired. He's like, it's a prank from work, ma. It's nothing. <gasps> Not bad, right? Not bad. You know what I mean? And then, and so that's Needles then. Oh, my God, Rory. That was, was good so voice? good. It's not a bad voice. It was, it was, I, I, I surprised you were, myself. It was Australian. It's not a good voice. It was Australian. And he was Australian, in case the musical ever goes there. Um, but <laughs> in f- now fixed 1985, yeah. at the very end of Back to the Future 3, when everything has now been fixed, the time machine has been destroyed. Uh-huh. Doc has now shown up in a train that he's turned into a time machine. Yeah. That Mary is when Steve Marty and Jennifer are at a light and Needles pulls up to want to race. And in 85. This, in 85 at the end of three. And this is the race that he ended up getting into a wreck, breaking his hand and never played guitar again. And so he looks at Needles, oh, man, calls him chicken, and he puts it in reverse, and he ends up not breaking his uh, hand. I don't remember that at all. It's These are the satisfying moments of that movie. The fact that they call back to this little story switch as to why Marty became like very like uh, uninteresting in, in yeah, 2015. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It's because of that, that accident, that car accident. Man. There you go. That doesn't uh, now, dive too deep talked, into the Biff Tannen lineage, but uh, we talked about this in the Patreon second mention today mm-hmm. that I went and saw the musical. Yes, and they do make odd turns. Yeah, I don't think I'm giving away to tell you, but it's Irene Iranians, right? What? Love, love. It. Who's the uh, terrorist organization? No, the uh, love. Uh, love. No, no, no. It's. Uh, the Libyans. Libyans. Yeah, yeah. They don't exist. Okay. They didn't even do that. Why? I think it's it, it's cleaner. Like, it's... No, I want... Well, in 1985, want, you put that movie out. Like, I know, that's Middle Eastern yelling. And exactly, exactly. I, I kind of wanted that. Yeah. They, did, hey, they also... They, there's, they leave other problematic stuff in there. But, oh. you know, they also don't have the chicken runner at all in the musical which i thought i kept waiting what's the chicken runner calling him chicken calling him chicken that's not well you know i don't think that i don't think that started until i thought that was in when he's in the oh is it I think so because I remember. I mean, I I was truly chicken in the first one i was truly so excited about this 1955 biff does um yeah, maybe thought. he does. What are you, chicken? Yeah, maybe he does say in, it. When they're in the, um, when they're in the diner. Have you met any of the cast members? Yes, uh, I have met Biff. Uh, Biff, I forget his name. He's such a good Tom Wilson. Tom. And I've met. I, uh, um, uh, I recently met the guy who in Back to the Future, two, alternate nineteen fifty five when they have to redo it, when Marty runs up to punched Biff and grabs the almanac and runs off the guy who goes I think he just stole his wallet I think that man just stole his wallet do you remember that yes that guy is in you're cordially invited and the day that we were shooting I go back to the future too huh and he was oh yeah it was a long time ago I was like yeah you're I've now met I can't I think I've met other people but yeah 
I was like, I've now met <laughs> this many people in Back to the Future. There's someone else I've also met that when I've, we oh I've I've met uh, uh, Billy Zane when we were trying to rent a house. Uh, Jordan and I we showed up at this house. This woman and Billy Zane and I said to Jordan, I go, "That's Billy Zane." I go, "This is bizarre. We're about to go look at this rental house with Billy Zane." And then, <laughs> you know, we're walking through, and this person's like, "Oh, he has no mind. I'm showing the house to." But to both potential renters at the same time. And we we're like, we don't care. And they were like, we don't care. And then everybody introduced themselves. And Billy was like, this is my sister. I'm trying to help her, like, find a place to, like... He's being blasé about live. it. And truly, we were just like, God, he's exactly... It's just Billy Zane. Like, exactly... Really? Like, you haven't seen Billy Zane in a long time. And right now, in your head, you still think he looks like Titanic Billy Zane. <laughs> <laughs> or at least Zoolander. Then, or at least Zoolander. Yeah. And even then, I was like, this is still Billy Zane. Like, even then. That was uh, now that to. was a uh, tenish uh, years ago. I wonder what he's up to right now. So in crushing in it. wine club, there's this role of a guy who's just sort of like this uh, like a little goofy uh, old timer guy a little bit, you know. Yeah. And I show up to set, and uh, his name's Dean. I, I I feel horrible right now that I'm not remembering Dean his. Cameron. Dean Cameron. That's what I was gonna say. And it felt like the name of some other actor. Dove Cameron. <laughs> yeah. Dean yeah. Cameron. Dean Cameron. My favorite, favorite person. Favorite ever. Superman oh slash my person God. to this day. Twitter. Ugh, to crush day. it. Crush it. Tweet. Um, Please tweet. <laughs> uh, Tell me your angle. In wine club, Dean Cameron plays the older. Like a guy that my character is like, I just don't know what to do here, toward a person, and he's like, I'll, I'll tell you what she do. So I show up to set, Excuse and I'm me. and I'm I'm talking to Dean Cameron, and I'm like, Dean, you feel like uh, an, uncle, an uncle I knew in my childhood, and I couldn't place it. Yeah, where I told you this? No. He is uh, an uncle <laughs> that, that I, I couldn't place from my childhood. <laughs> And so I'm like, how do I how do I know this guy? How do I? How I'm do your I uncle. Know? Yes. <laughs> and it dawns, and I finally realize he was in the movie Summer School. Oh, okay. And yeah, he yeah, yeah. played one of the two guys that are always doing horror makeup stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chainsaw. Was it? Cha he chainsaw. Chainsaw. He played chainsaw. Now I don't really know why, and maybe you can say, no, Daniel, that was all of us. Yeah. You know, I, I very isolated in Rochelle, and I was also the oldest in my family, so I didn't have a lot of people going like. Everybody's into this. You need to check this band sure, out or yeah, movie yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So if I found things, I didn't know how much it permeated unless my friends were really big. But if it came to comedy and stuff, it, I was sort of on an island. Yeah, yeah. And uh, summer school, every time there was like a free HBO weekend or whatever, it felt yeah. like that was on there. Yeah, yeah. And I love. I would watch this. Something about it I know. spoke to me. That Mark Harmon, Devil May Care attitude. It's got the spring break and vibe. Too. Yes, and it's, it's summer, and you can keep Courtney reliving Smith it. And, and I because it lives in a world that is so carefree. The things that they are having to worry about are just not they're not real giant problems. And it feels good to see people being like, man, our problems are crazy. And you get to go, ah, that's not that bad. And you go, oh, what, a, what, yeah. what a great world that could be. And, there's, and, and, and so like getting to there also is and I, mean, I know you've had it, too. But there was a moment of like, I watched you. On a 19-inch color TV, cooked up to a VCR in Rochelle, Illinois, yeah. living in my grandma's house. Yeah. And now, 
I'm the lead in a, a movie that you're in with me. And don't get me wrong, I feel way cooler about this than you do. Yeah, yeah. But it was just, it felt so cool. Like, we would be like, Back to the Future, I'd be like, yeah. I'd be like Back, uh, summer school. And he's like, yeah, man. Yeah. And he was the nicest guy. We're still we're friends on Instagram. Yeah, he comments uncle. on stuff. Yeah. A little bit, dude. It just felt so great. Yeah. Yeah, I would, yeah. if he wanted to, I'd have him on here. Yeah. Have, have chains He would be so good. Hit him up. He would be so good. Hit him up. <laughs> I get aggressive. Yeah. Then ask him. Okay. I read this. Uh, hey, cheese man. We didn't even get into it. So if somebody <laughs> wants to Patreon us out on this, one of the reasons I wanted to do it is because time travel like screws in my head so much. Yeah. Of like, is it? Are you always moving or is time moving? And then string theory. Yeah. And then flat circle. Last thing I'll ask you: Have you about time travel? Have you seen Ghost Story with no. Casey Affleck? No. And Mira Rooney. No, you can add more cast members. I haven't seen it. But what about with Casey Affleck? Wait. No. <laughs> Watch it. It's beautiful. And I don't care. Wait, ghost story. Ghost starring Patrick Swayze. <laughs> I've seen Ghost. Is that count? Because that is a story about a ghost. Mm-hmm. Murder. Okay. Murder. Woody, thanks for sending this in. We could talk about BTTF or uh, SBM forever. We wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Scoval. I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.